Commons, USA, the greatest entertainers in America, as requested by you, the service men and women of the United States Armed Forces throughout the world. Command performance presented this week and every week till it's over, over there. Okay there, gang, here comes another half-hour combination taffy pull and cockeyed carnival, featuring your favorite stars as per your request to command performance, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. And here's your head taffy puller, the Boston bombshell, Fred Allen. Thank you very much, Ken Carpenter, and hi, fellas. Ken, I'm amazed. I had no idea that you knew that I hailed from up Boston way. Well, it was just a wild guess, Fred. Oh, really? Yes, I happen to notice. Uh, you teased it up for this one show. This one show. Guess wasn't wild when you started. You no. teased it up, I... <laughs> You see, uh, I happen to notice that baked bean hanging from your watch chain. Well, that... <laughs> That's no baked bean, Ken. That's an elk's tooth with a California suntan. <laughs> See, Fred, it looks so awfully round and smooth to be an elk's tooth. Well, you see, Ken, that tooth has been kept pretty busy lately. After about ten years of service in the elk's mouth, it was a stand-in for my pivot tooth for three more seasons. <laughs> but so much for improvised dentistry, Ken. Mr. Alice! Well, Portland... <laughs> Portland is, uh, Portland, this is a surprise. What are you doing way out here in California? Mama brought me to Hollywood to get in the movies. Movies? No kidding. How is it going? I took a screen test, and I start working tomorrow. What company? Lockheed. <laughs> Sorry, you, you can't get into pictures, though, Portland. Mama thought I'd be another Lana Turner. Lana Turner? Well, something must have happened with your test. I had my sweater on backwards. You, uh, had no profile, hey? <laughs> well, you'll probably like it better at Lockheed anyway Maybe Mama and Papa are working there Papa's a riveter Really? Yes The foreman picks on Papa for working too slow Oh, too slow with the rivets, huh? Yes The foreman tells Papa When he puts in the lead He should get the lead out <laughs> I get it. Well, that last rivet clinched your argument, Portland. So now I'd like to present a great favorite with the AEF everywhere, the girl who put the form in command performance, Miss Ginny Sims, singing I Walk Alone. Miss Ginny Sims. Thank you. 
That was very nice, uh, Jenny Sims and the sportsman. Well, thank you. And, Fred, this really is a surprise. Well, I had no idea you were in town. I haven't seen you out at any parties or anything. Well, Jenny, I've been so busy looking for a place to stay, I haven't had much time for social life. Did, did you finally get a room? Jenny, I haven't slept since I got here in town. Well, did you advertise in the papers? Uh, certainly. I, I've had an ad in for a week. Uh, the ad reads, Gentleman with Pajamas Wants to Meet Sleeping Bag. <laughs> oh, Fred, I'm sure you're exaggerating about all no, this. No, honestly, uh, Jenny, I really tried all the big hotels and couldn't even get by the doorman. I finally found a little ivy-covered hotel on a side street. It looked homey and very quiet. I opened the door... <laughs> Quiet! We're just getting nowhere this way. Quiet, please. 
Now that's better. Everybody stay in line or I'll squirt my fountain pen at you. Uh, pardon me, sir. My name is Mr. Gable. I'm the clerk. Oh, Clerk Gable, eh? <laughs> well, Mr. Gable, I'd like to get a room. You dreamer. <laughs> How can I be a dreamer? I haven't slept for seven days. Pardon me, Mr. Gable. The lady in room 503 says there's a mouse in her room. Well, tell the lady in 503 that our cat is busy at 907. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, I'm... I'm getting out of here. Just a minute, bud. I'm the house detective, and you'll have to submit to a search. A search? Yeah, one of our brass cuspidors is missing. Why, this is ridiculous. What would I do with a brass cuspidor? Does that answer your question? I can't stand any more of this. So it went, Ginny. I tried every possible way to get a room but to no avail. I decided to make a phone call as a last resort. I sneaked into a phone booth. Rochester, this is Mr. Fred Allen. I just got in from New York. Oh, hello, Mr. Allen. Mr. Benny ain't home. He's in the South Pacific. Yes, I know that. Why don't you come on over for dinner, Mr. Allen? Mr. Benny's pet chicken is awful sick. <laughs> His chicken is sick? Uh, what's wrong with it? I'm frying it to death. <laughs> Well, Rochester, here's what I called about. Is there any chance of using Mr. Benny's room while he's away? Did you say use or rent? I get it. I tell you what, Rochester, I'll take the room, and when Mr. Benny gets home, I'll give him a check for whatever he wants. Give him a check? Well, yes. That kind of eliminates the middleman, don't it? <laughs> Well, how about this? I'll give you the check, and you can give it to Mr. Benny. How about this? You give me the cash and let nature take its course. <laughs> well, I don't see why we should be arguing about money, Rochester. After all, you should be glad to have someone around the house. You must be mighty lonesome in that big place there, all alone. All alone? Oh, Mr. Allen, come now. <laughs> Rochester, I hesitate to think what Mr. Benny will say when he gets home. It won't do for radio, will it? <laughs> I'm afraid not. Well, Rochester, I guess I won't uh, get much rest at the house of Benny with all your friends whooping it up around there. I'm inclined to agree. You're so right. So I'll just let the room go. Goodbye, Rochester. Goodbye, Mr. Allen. Whew. That was a close one. I nearly rented your room, honey. Honey? <laughs> Rochester, to whom were you just talking? Oh, that was my cousin Sylvester. Sylvester J. Honey. Uh, uh, good, goodbye, honey. I mean, Miss Allen.
you see, Jenny, I've really been trying to get a place to stay, but it's no use. It's a sad tale, Fred. Yes, it is. And a long one, too, Jenny. But enough of my troubles. Let's get on with the show. Gang, in accordance with our new policy here on Command Performance, each week our vice president in charge of hangnails thumbs through your letters and picks the vice president of APOs and FPOs. This week, I'm happy to say the winner by a cuticle and a slick forefinger is Miss Martha Meir. Thanks, Fred Allen. And hello, men. The mailbag is really loaded tonight, so we'll just have to take a chance and touch on the highlights. And here goes. We'd like to send regards to John Trotman at 713, Jack Herford in the Sanctum Sanctorium gang, including the Chief, Mickey with Lee, Skipper, Infantry Ox, Hairless Joe, Blinky, Jaundice Ike, Lay It On Me Sam, Engineer Emmy, Cashmere Steve, Swami Jim, and Over the Hump Pete. <laughs> also, best wishes to Joe Bennett at 502, Small Paul Zuckerman, 696, the eight ballers who say they're the best darn photo squadron in the world. Any arguments, man? Finn Jr., Hayboy, and Pop, Street Post Office 395. Ah, me, Jim, FPO 337. Carr Miller and Weissman at 730. Al Garden's Burma Bivouac Beauty at 487. And Burpee Briscoe, Beetlehead Argento, the pinup boy. Lover Sestuski <laughs> and Mouthpiece McDermott at 947. Thanks for your letters, men, and especially for Sergeant Eddie Major somewhere in the North Pacific. Here's my target for tonight, the little guy who looks like you. <laughs> Thank you, dear, for a precious souvenir. 
Now, you stay out of this, Ken. I'm trying to win an Oscar. Oh, brother, if that wins an Oscar, I'm a fish peddler. Well, go across the hall. I'm working this studio. <laughs> Paul, in a way, I'm sort of sorry that you're on this particular command performance. Well, I don't see why. I, I've been nice to you. And I bought some fish. I know. I haven't wrapped it up yet. But you don't understand, Paul. You are a great dramatic actor. And for our play, we planned on doing a typical daytime serial. Daytime serial? Why, that's wonderful. Well, you mean you don't think that sort of thing is beneath you? Au contraire, monsieur. I think the daytime serial offers great opportunities for dramatic acting. I'd like to play in one. Well, all right, Paul. I think I can fix it for you. You know how those all of those daytime serials start? First, the organ plays. And then the announcer always says, The Muckenfuss family. Starring Paul Lucas and brought to you by the makers of Muck, the breakfast food that is no fuss to prepare. <laughs> the makers of Muck, that breakfast delight, they try out to start your day right. Get up tomorrow morning, don't be a cluck, and eat a heaping plate of Muck. Muckle, 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 Remember, muck is the only breakfast food that is vice versa. Muck is delicious with sugar and cream. Or, vice versa, sugar and cream is delicious with muck. <laughs> and folks, muck doesn't crunch, crackle, pop, or bubble. When it hits the plate, it just lays there. <laughs> Remember the horrible plight of the Muckenfuss family when we left them yesterday. Millicent Muckenfuss, aged 17, despite her broken leg, has just eloped with Rodney Repogel, a traveling salesman. Her grandfather, Rufus Muckenfuss, despite his broken arm, took the news philosophically as he fell out of his rocking chair due to an overdose of rum. <laughs> Mother and father, Muck and Fuss, despite their broken hearts... Fred, does everything have to be broken? Well, that's the way it goes in daytime serials, Paul. There's always trouble, 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 trouble. Mother and father, Muck and Fuss, naturally were upset because they had hoped Millicent would marry Julius J. Crumcake, a prominent baker. Julius J. Crumcake, that's you in the play, Paul. Good. <laughs> Old Judge Hooper, friend of the family, has just dropped in to chisel a free meal and give some advice. But first, a word from our sponsor. But when do we start the play, Fred? Patience, patience. You have to be patient, Paul. Sometimes it takes two or three days to finish the commercials and explain what happened yesterday. <laughs> Remember, folks, muck contains flavors. That famous no-burp vitamin. And flavoflavin, that famous no-burp vitamin, contains muck. <laughs> Comes out even, doesn't it? And now for our story. 
As the scene opens, Father Muckenfuss is speaking. Just think, Ma. Our little Millicent has run away with that Rodney Ripple building. Can't take salesman. She left the note under her pillow, Pa. Let me see that. No, not the pillar. I can't read the pillar. Hand me the note. Dear Mommy Kins and Daddy Kins, I have ran away uh, with Rodney Repogle, although I hardly know him. Despite my broken leg, I hope we shall be better acquainted when we return. <laughs> Your loving daughter in a cast, Millie. P.S. <laughs> P.S. Don't rent my room, as Rodney thinks it'll be so nice to come home to. <laughs> Please excuse my handwriting, as I just broke my wrist. This is terrible, Pa. Yeah, what will yeah. Julius J. Crumb take the prominent baker say? Yeah, yeah. There's Julius J. Crumcake, the prominent baker, now. How can you tell? The dough on his knuckles mutes his knot. <laughs> Come in. Ah, Mummy and Pucky Muckenfoot. I bring you greetings and fresh apple strudels. But where is my fair one, my militant? Julius, I, uh... I got bad news for you. The strudel stinks, eh? <laughs> no, it's about Millie. She's eloped with Rodney Ripple. No. No. No, it can't be true. You must be jesting. Millicent loves me. Do you hear? Me. Me, me, me. Well, well, maybe so, but I saw her jumping over the back fence with Rodney. Despite her broken leg? Yeah, yeah, it took her three jumps, but she finally made it. <laughs> Here, read it. Two girdles, four steppings, a body... No, shot. hold on, hold on, Julius. That's her laundry list. Turn it over. No. Uh, it is true. She has left me for another man. Just when I had named the Millicent Muckenfuss Parker House role in her honor. The Millicent Muckenfuss Parker House role, you say, Julius? Yes. It is an innovation. I told them to the left. Oh. <laughs> Just wait till I get my hands on this Rodney. I'll bash his brains in with a loaf of stale French bread. Now, <laughs> hold on. Control yourself, Julius J. Crumcake the baker. Even if you did. Even if you did win the Academy Award. Now, let down. Try to relax. Come in. Millicent Rodney. Hello, everybody. Kids, we're back. Uh, boy, am I hungry. <laughs> Hungry, Rodney? Sure, uh, yeah. Whipping away two days with nothing but crackers and anchovies. Right. Millie, aren't you going to say hello to your former sweetheart, Julius J. Crumcake? Sure. Hello, Julius. Uh, me too, sure. What's new around the oven there, Joel? <laughs> Don't speak to me, you scoundrel, you wretch, you black-hearted knave. You have stolen my militant. Stolen her before I had a chance to unveil the Millicent Muckenfoot Parker House role. 
Despite my broken back, I have a mind to whip you within an inch of your life. Boy, what a performance. You said it, Rodney. Why, you low worm. Put up your hands and defend yourself. Come on, fight. Okay, I'll buy you. Now, hold hey, on. No, I, hold, I heard what he said, but hold on. Hold on, Rodney. Hold on, Julian. There'll be no brawling in the muckin' fuss house. Now, I'm running things around here, and we'll discuss this matter sensibly. And that's that. Aha! Cuspidor, huh? No, Gumshoe, I didn't steal the cuspidor. Oh, tell me. I caught you red-handed and wet-lipped. <laughs> now, this cuspidor's just a prep in the play here. Now, Flatfoot, you get out of here. Don't you get rough with me. I got you covered. Oh, yeah? Give me that gun. Well, that's it, folks. Tune in tomorrow for another episode in the life of the broken-down muck-and-fuss family. Remember... The makers of muck say goodbye to you. They hope that you will try their zoo. Tomorrow before you go to work, eat a bowl of muck or you're an awful jerk. Well, men, we've battered the static around pretty badly tonight and completely ruined whatever chance Paul Lucas has of ever winning another award of any kind. However, we'll be glad, uh, we're glad you dropped in, and we hope you'll be around next week when it's command performance time again. Meantime, this is Fred Allen saying, the best of the best from the USA. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.